Welcome to the Self-Love Revolution, an inclusive well-being series in which experts, influencers, and professionals share their approaches to wellness and mental health. From self-care rituals to setting healthy boundaries to the practices that keep us going. Our Rooted Queen Forever Self-Love Revolution podcast will consist of bi-weekly stories told by real people in the midst of transforming their lives through small daily intentions. Whether it's making a huge change for the 20th time or choosing to believe in ourselves for the first, our intentions make all the difference. Welcome, my queens and kings. My name is Nichelle Mosley. And I'm Natasha. And I am honored for you to join me for the Self-Love Revolution podcast, a podcast dedicated to you. Hello, beautiful queens. Welcome to the Rooted Queen podcast. And in this episode, Struggle versus Harmony Mindset, we dive into overcoming obstacles that directly impact our mindset. Struggle will always be a part of our process. Continuing on our path and finding harmony in the struggle is the real test. Awesome. I'm super excited to dive into this topic, Natasha. Hey, it's Michelle, by the way. And Um, I'm Natasha. (laughs) So we can dive into this and talk a little bit more about this. What are some things that you, you know, kind of want to talk more about in, in, you know, just bring to the audience? So, well, first of all, let's talk a little bit about what the struggle mentality looks like. Can you describe to me a little bit about what that looks like for you? Yeah. So for me, that's just like not really going with the flow of your life. You know what I mean? So there are certain things that are strengths that come easy to us all. And then there's certain things that are not necessarily the things that we gravitate to and that we want to do because they're considered weaknesses for us. Sometimes I feel like when we have to operate and wear so many hats as women and, you know, just people who are highly sensitive, we sometimes can get overwhelmed. And I feel like I'm, when I'm in a struggle mindset, I am fighting against my natural mentality, my natural alignment. And I can definitely, you know, get off kilter, you know, just trying to pour out a little bit too much. You know, I am someone who is a giver and I feel like I, I really work in, you know, feel better in a capacity of serving. I really love to give from my heart. I love to um, be an esthetician and help people, you know, really achieve their goals and, you know, just see transformation in their life. And so with that, I feel like you can, you know, kind of get caught up in that, pouring out and giving to other people that you can sometimes forget about, okay, you do have to make sure that you have some reserve, that you have some margin and you aren't giving everything away because you have to still be able to help more people. And if, and if that's really your true intention, then making sure that you are in a place where, you know, you have it to give is, is really the most important the most important mindset and giving yourself grace and giving yourself margin and giving yourself time to, you know, pour back into yourself and give you, you know, a little bit of harmony in life. Those are the ways that you help with those, that mindset of, you know, always trying to just be on a level of achievement or, you know, some level that's out of alignment is essentially what I feel like a struggle mindset is. 
So does that answer your question, Natasha? Yeah, it does. And to, to just kind of reflect back what you're saying, it sounds like when you're in your, like when you're in your flow, when you're at your best, it's when you're giving to other people and having like wholehearted human interactions where you're helping them be them best selves and be their best selves in whatever way that looks like. But that you can have a tendency to give too much without noticing, or there might be other people around you that are asking for more and more. And that's where maybe you start to feel that like internal struggle of like wanting to give, but knowing that you're about to deplete yourself and you know, you want to put the brakes, but you may not necessarily know how to navigate that specific situation. And so that's when you call in your harmony mindset. It sounds like when you start to understand where you're struggling and you need to, you need to pull back a little bit and give to yourself so that you can continue being in your flow. Yeah, that's, that's a really good assessment. I would say that I've tried to put in place now, you know, a few things to just know when I am getting, you know, to that depletion, because I never want to burn out, you know, even on the things that you love, you still want to be able to love those things. Yeah. um, you know what I mean? So giving from that wholehearted place of, you know, where you can really look at things with fresh new eyes and, and fresh passion, I think is important to cultivate. And, you know, you have to, to, to give yourself grace, yourself time, yourself, that self-care and, you know, the time and space to step back so that you can, you know, continue that creative, you know, spark that kind of, you know, wanted you to, you know, develop it from the beginning. So I feel like when you start to lose those things is, is when you need to really check in with yourself and say, you know what, like, Hey, what's going on? Am I starting to get a little bit burnt out? You know, what are some things that I can do that are boundaries that I can in, in, you know, in place, or how can I have people, you know, help me in a way that I am making sure that I do set up parameters and that I have a little bit more resources and recourse in my life so that, you know, I I am, I'm not going to the, the, to the full extent of, you know, just being overwhelmed and and not having anything else left. I think that is, it it is a balance and it is um, something that you have to, it isn't something that comes natural. So I have to, I have to be diligent about checking in and, and, and being cognizant of it. Yeah. And it it sounds like maybe a struggle point for you is being able to say no, because it's easy to say no to people that we know are directly draining our energy. And we're like, no, no more from you. But with people who like we essentially maybe love and we love giving to, it might be a little bit more difficult to figure out when they're taking too much and when to say no to them, because you don't want to hurt their feelings either. So how do you, and I'll tell you a little bit about where my struggle comes in as well, but how do you, oh gosh, it's hard to say no. How do you say no gracefully? I think you're absolutely right. Who it is that you're saying no to matters. You know, when it comes to the people that you feel obligated to help in life, those ties can run really deep. When it comes to like my inner circle, you know, I have like a, a group of people that I really trust. And I, I know that wouldn't just take and take and take and take. Um, so those are the people that I can tend to, you know, give a little bit more to, but I, I I'll say that I'm, I'm pretty good at setting boundaries. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have 
any qualms about this is the relationship that I feel like we kind of operate in and, you know, I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to be, you know, kind and I'm going to help you achieve whatever I can help you achieve. But there is an extent that I'm going to be able to extend myself because, you know, like, I feel like it is important to be considerate of the people that you are always having around you, you know, especially if you are wanting to do a lot of things and achieve a lot of things. That isn't the most important thing, but if it's something that you want to do within a certain period of time. And so I think that, you know, if you're mindful of that as well, then you're going to be considerate about about the people that you do choose to spend your time with. I think that that's okay too. You know, if if you're someone who is a little bit choosy about who you're giving your energy to and who you're, um, you know, considering your inner circle with. So there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like. No, there absolutely isn't anything wrong with that. And I think that it's necessary. I think so many people actually struggle with setting boundaries. I know that you're good at setting boundaries, but I know that that didn't happen overnight. I know you worked really hard to get to that place and it just comes with time, but definitely one of the first steps in knowing who to set boundaries with is that awareness of knowing when you're, you know, when you're being depleted or when you're giving too much or when somebody is asking for too much. I don't know about for you, but for me, when that happens, I have a physical, I mean, for me, I'm very, I have a lot of physical experiences that let me know something is right. And something is not right. Like when people talk about like, Oh, your gut feeling, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily feel it in my gut, but I have a, like a physical, like it could be like a tightening of my chest or I start holding my breath or I start having like a physical feeling of anxiety where I know, okay, this person is taking too much or I need to step away now. Cause we don't want to necessarily blame the other person either, but I'm expending too much of myself here. I need to pull back. So that's my inner compass. What about you? No, I would honestly completely agree with that. You know, I I feel like that intuition is really huge and, you know, having a discernment when it comes to the way that you speak with people and and I'm really big on energy, you know, so I'm not maybe the best communicator in the world, but I can really, you know, sense someone's intention. And I really feel like that is really gotten me a, a long way. You know, I can, I can really sense people who are very pure hearted And sometimes that's, you know, just all it takes for me to just, you know, know that, oh my gosh, you were just this amazing person who just doesn't even know how special you are in this world that, you know, I kind of want to do a little bit too much for. (laughs) So just knowing that about, you know, certain people who, you know, I can kind of come in contact with, um, I have to also be kind of aware of that. But at the same time, you know, like, I feel like you, you can encounter people who their biggest thing is that they, that they do want to make sure that they're being a little bit toxic. You know what I mean? So they do want their intention is to be, you know, not have a lot of self-awareness and they, they do tend to want to blame other people and not really take responsibility for the energy that they bring into the room. And, and, you know, that's, that's also something that we have to talk about, you know, like, people have to be responsible for, you know, how they are coming across. And sometimes that can be really just debilitating and energy sucking. And it's really hard to be around to just, you know, 
see that day in and day out. You want to try to make a positive silver lining. And I think the best way that you can do that is, you know, to take a step back and realize you really can't change someone, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just a matter of, you know, just doing the best that you can. And, and we only have so much, I feel like we only have so much control over, you know, how we can help a situation. And so you can just do the best you can when you know what you know. Yeah. And that, that sounds a lot like, you know, when uh, accepting the situation, like, when you are dealing with this struggle mindset and trying to get back into the harmony mindset, one of the things that's important is to kind of accept life as it comes in trying to find the harmony in that situation. And like what you're saying, what not knowing that you can't change another person, that that's their responsibility to do. That sounds like a good way of accepting that particular situation, but how do you then find the harmony mindset when you know you can't change somebody else, but if you have to continue interacting with them? I think you have to still find your community. You know what I mean? You still have to find the people that will hold space for you that you can be vulnerable with and you can be your true authentic self with. So like there's obligations that we have. There's people that we feel, you know, kind of tethered to, I feel like that's just a part of real life, you know, that that's just something that we all experience at one point in in time. But at the same time, we can really cultivate a place where, you know, you, you feel heard and seen and loved and, you know, you, you have a, a person that you can confide in and hold space with and get the advice that you need so that you can navigate the things that you, you know, that are hard and, and, aren't necessarily strengths when it comes to, you know, dealing with people that you have to be around and, you know, you have to kind of endure, if you will. (laughs) So, yeah, I think just being honest, you know, just being realistic and in finding the community in a different way, because that's still something that you, you know, are going to need when we do have that. I feel like we're able to then thrive in those, those environments where we still have to be involved. Does your skin appear dry and lackluster? Are you noticing more frequent blackheads, clogged pores, and deepened lines around your eyes and mouth? Don't worry, you're definitely not alone. Restore your natural radiance with our Rooted Light C&E Brightening Serum. This time-release delivery system blends three forms of vitamin C and three forms of vitamin E for the ultimate one-two punch. Dullness and clogged pores won't know what hit them. Purchase our Rooted Light c e Brightener exclusively on our website at rootedqueen.com. That's R-O-O-T-E-D queen.com. Hey, queen. You can have whatever you dream. Hey, queen. For me, I know one of the things that I run into is overwhelming my community one of the things that it, when I'm in a struggle mindset, it's all tied to my self-confidence, right? So when I'm feeling confident, when I'm feeling good about myself, when I'm loving myself, then that's when I'm in my flow and 
everything that I do seems to just kind of fall into place magically. Everything's aligned and I'm just kind of like skating through life. But when my confidence is down and I'm feeling bad about myself, I seem to run into a lot of obstacles. That for me tells me that my mindset when I approach anything in life is super important, but it's also a really huge responsibility. So when I'm feeling down, I often reach out to my community, but sometimes my community gets tired of being my cheerleader. Or sometimes there's people in my community that are getting tired of like helping me feel wonderful, I guess. And I don't know if this happens to you, but I've heard it from a lot of other people. Like when we're sometimes when I'm feeling so, 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 so low, it doesn't matter all of the positive things that somebody can tell me. My brain doesn't accept them until I shift my own mindset. So that's a work that I have to do on my own. Mm-hmm. So I have to really sit down and ask myself, okay, you're not feeling great. Well, first of all, I have to acknowledge to myself, Natasha, you're not feeling great. There's a lot of obstacles that you're running into what's going on. Mm-hmm. Why are you feeling this way? And I have to kind of dig a little bit deeper, but in order to do that, I have to put myself first. So it's really important to go to to take space for myself and to do self-care first, whatever that means, whatever that looks like so that I can recharge my own batteries and start to reflect on what it is that I'm needing. So I need to kind of pull back and have that quiet time. So it's not always something that the community can provide for me. I com- I completely could, cannot agree more. I think that, you know, being a highly sensitive person, I can sometimes take on my emotions and they become like, you know, me instead of I'm feeling sad. I it's, I am sad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I have to remind myself that I am not my situation. You know, things can go wrong, but it doesn't mean like that everything is wrong. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? So words, they matter. And like you said, sometimes those things, they just can't They can't get through, especially when you're not able to, you know, make that switch over and hear them for yourself and really take them in. It's just, it's almost like for me, I can speak to you, ask me if I've ever felt that way. I can speak to that. Absolutely. That when I am in that mindset, when I do hear those accolades, it actually feels a little bit condescending. Like I'm not at all deserving of those. So don't say them to me. So, you know, it's like the wrong time to do really any of those things because I have that self-awareness that, you know, that's really just not what I need to hear. So like you said, it's got to start with you. It's, it's gotta be where you're taking the time. You're really checking in You're understanding when you're getting to a place where, you know, community can't really be that, that backbone for you. You've got to step up for yourself. You know what I mean? You've got to um, check in with yourself. You've got to kick your own ass. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, sometimes you can let yourself down. You know what I mean? You can, you can make all these plans and do all these preparations. And sometimes you can just, you know, not do the things that you need to do to make yourself feel better. And that is just something that you can really do. And you, you have to check in and say, okay, enough is enough. 
we have to do the things that are actually going to contribute to, you know, getting to the place where we need to be in order to, you know, just do right by ourselves. And, and that has, that's got to be something where you're checking in and not getting to that low of a level. And I also don't want to make the struggle mindset, the bad guy here either, because sometimes when the struggle shows up, when the struggle mindset shows up, that's just an indicator that you need to do some internal work. Right. And I remember feeling so down sometimes where I had reached out to people and, and had them give me supportive messages and me actually not being annoyed by it, but maybe feeling pressured that feeling down is not okay. Feeling pressure that I need to feel happy and I need to feel good. And Obviously we all function better when we're feeling happy and good, but sometimes it's just not a place that we can access in our mind. And sometimes you do need to sit with the struggle a little bit so you can get to that place and that, and that be okay. But again, you have to choose the moment. Yeah. Where you want to, where you, you're the only one who can choose the moment where you want to change your mindset, where you want something to be different. Absolutely. And and I can say for someone who wasn't really allowed to, you know, like really feel their emotions and express those emotions that sometimes you really, you really have to just, you know, like, I just really want to be sad right now. I don't want to get to the happy yet. Like, you know, let me just really feel that, you know, this is something that was monumental and I'm heartbroken about it. Just let me feel those feelings. It's okay to be, you know, upset and distraught about something that really means something to you. And I don't think that we always have to be, you know, trying to get to the positivity, trying to find that silver lining. It's okay. Because like you said, you know, it really can be an indicator of, okay, it's a, it's a time for you to check back in. It's, you know, maybe where you're kind of burning the candles too much on both ends. It's a burnout indicator, whatever it might be. It's just something that, you know, can really help you to just be more self-aware. So, you know, take it for what it is. And I, I think that it's, it's a, it can be a good thing, no matter if it is a struggle or if you can somehow turn it into you know, a silver lining somewhere down the road. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. And, and those moments can be tough and, and it can feel like you're going to feel this way forever, or, you know, you've lost your mojo or you're not looking at life the same way that you used to. And it can be a really scary place, but I know both of us have been in that situation where we didn't know if we were going to come out of it. And somehow, at some point, something just shifted because you're, you'll, at some point you will feel that you don't need to be there anymore, that you're ready to move forward. And sometimes it's okay to give yourself that time. I think a lot of people are afraid to, that they're going to wallow in their sadness or their down place and they're never going to get out. But Again, that's where, you know, if you can, if you can reach out for help, you know, it's important, but if you can't, if you don't have anybody to reach out to, like, what are some of the things that you have found to help you remember that you're capable to help you gain a little bit of confidence to help you start believing in yourself again? Like what have you done when you've been in that place? I mean, whether that includes community or not, what's worked for you? You have to say that again. When I was in the situation of being in a very dark place, it was, it was scary. You know, I didn't know if it was going to be something that I was going to be able to shake 
And I felt like my bounce back just wasn't going to bounce back. Gosh, I was just, I was like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, like the things that I used to do, the the coping skills that I used to have, like, they're just not coming, they're not coming together right now for me. So, I mean, that was the time that I really chose to seek help. And, you know, I think that therapy is something that you really should look at as, you know, a tool that really is meant to help you process things that you can't process. There are things in life that you just aren't maybe equipped to understand. And, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. There's no handbook when it comes to like what the rules are when it comes to life. So, (laughs) you know, like we put so much pressure on ourselves, like we're supposed to know it all and have this all figured out, but we're just, we're doing this as we go. And I think that we just need to give ourselves grace, you know, remember that we are in our situation, you know, we can have a, a bad day, but it isn't a bad life. And, um, you know, seeking a therapist out and, you know, being someone who was willing to say that I need help saying that, you know, I'm willing to look at things differently because I want to feel differently was really just kind of like the first step, you know what I mean? So I was just ready to feel different. Yeah. I, I had the same experience, although I think for me, I was moving, I was living in, in different places at the time. And none of those places were home and I couldn't find a way to make it home. Cause I didn't feel like I belonged, which I think really hit on my confidence, not feeling like, you know, feeling like I didn't belong and not being able to find a way to thrive. So it helped a lot for me when I returned home to California, I was able to find my bearings again and kind of pull myself up and find an, a purpose. So I, I know that that was helpful, but again, it, it took some time for me to figure out like, you know, to create some awareness around what are these things that are getting me down? Oh, well, I don't feel like I belong. Okay. That's okay. So then maybe when you get to a place where you feel like you belong again, things will feel different. But I, I mean, I'm old enough to know better now, maybe when I was younger, I didn't really understand the way that life works, but I constantly repeat that phrase in my head. This too shall pass this too shall pass because it's true. Nothing lasts forever. Right. So happiness has its spurts and you have periods of happiness and goodness, and that doesn't always last forever. And you have periods of struggle and that doesn't always last forever. And I think just being able to um, accept and embrace the fact that life is very fluid helps me kind of roll with it a little bit more. Now, when I'm having a dark period, I can say, okay, here I am. I don't know how long this is going to last, but I know it won't last forever. What can I pick up from, from this moment? I really believe that when I'm in that dark place, the, the, the best thing I can do for myself is to put myself first, is to tap into those things that mean self-care for me and take it from there. You know what I mean? And if that means I need to wallow a little bit, that's okay. If that means that in that moment, you know, I scale back on the things that I have to do every day, then that's what I need to do. After, you know, once I'm in the self-care piece, I, I'm able to reflect a little bit 
on what's going on. And I think it's important to, like you always say, give yourself grace, not be so hard on yourself, not judge yourself. If you take a step towards finding that harmony mindset again, it's okay if it's not perfect. You know, it's okay if you go back and forth from feeling positive to feeling like you can't move forward. Stay rooted. Stay grounded. And always always come come home home to yourself. yourself.